0: live from the studio i'm eric glazer i'm jimmy seleski and tonight live from the studio is brought to you by manscaped yes this is actually for real guys we were telling you about this all last
1: week we are officially we were bragging
0: about it last week Support for Live from the Studio comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-bell grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. <laughs> uh, dude, we, had a, a we had a lot
1: of guesses last week. People were saying, was it Bluetooth? Was
0: it the blowjob machine?
1: <laughs> the blowjob machine. That's Close. the next.
0: That's the next, Manscaped. It was all dick-related things, so mm-hmm. they were very warm.
1: Shouts out to the Manscaped team. They reached out to us. It was a big, big surprise. I was honestly like, uh, they sent us a bunch of stuff in the mail. They sent us... Uh, they sent us some shirts, sweet shirts, by the way. They nice shirts, dude.
0: They're nice shirts. They really are. I they wore really mine are. on my birthday. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that came just in time for your birthday too. It was dude. a nice little present, dude.
0: They sent us. That was honestly one of the best presents I got for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I didn't get any presents for my birthday, so I'm kind of glad
1: that you got one. Hell yeah, dude. I uh, I didn't realize this, but apparently, I'm I'm assuming they have like a big crop theme because everything seems to be like crop related. So they sent us a trimmer that they call the the, the lawnmower, and yeah. It's
0: well, I think you know, because like a euphemism for your pubes is a bush. The bush, you know? the bush. It's actually really awesome. And there's that old saying, "Shave the bush, so you can see the tree." You mm-hmm. know. And that's mm. what Manscaped's here is, you know, that's what they're here for.
1: I actually just used uh, every single product today. Even the ball wipes? Even, I actually, I didn't use the ball wipes yet. I didn't use
0: the ball wipes yet either.
1: There's some stuff that I was like, was I supposed to be doing this the whole time? Right? Was I supposed dude, to be? Dude, the
0: ball wipes are like, this is to, like, pH control your balls. Was I'm like, like I didn't know my balls were, like, anaerobic, I've dude. never <laughs> litmus test
1: my balls in my life. Yeah. I've never tried that but out. That makes dude. sense.
0: I guess, like, uh... You know, because you get like that sweat down there, and your like groin gets a little stenchy, You know, yeah, it I is think it's supposed to be like a little deodorant. Or it's kind of something you
1: don't think about because it's just the farthest
0: away from your face.
1: They did make a good point. They were like, you use deodorant on your armpits all the time. Why don't you use it on like the smelliest part of your body, which is clearly like that region. And like I never the knew the part of the body
0: you're like most worried about smelling around mm-hmm. a girl. Exactly. Or a guy.
1: I've done a lot of I've done a lot of uh, tricks of the trade in the past. If I knew I was about to hook up with a girl, i Yeah, uh, just go to the bathroom, wipe hand my balls down.
0: <laughs> just like just like try anything, you know.
1: But now they got this sweet ball deodorant which uh it kind of reminds me of conditioner, which
0: so is that, what do you have in your hand right there? This is, is uh, the, the
1: Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, which anti-chafing is big, too, because after you shave, every time I've ever trimmed my balls, it's always a couple rough days
0: afterwards. No, it's nice about the manscape too. I Every time I shave my, my pubes, every time I bushwhack, you know, <laughs> uh, I always get, like, one or two ingrown hairs. You Yeah. Know? And those are always so fucking annoying, mm-hmm. and it looks gross, and I... Haven't had that yet with the Manscaped.
1: Yeah, it's like it's got this. Uh, the uh, the trimmer has like this weird uh, plastic nodule on it that keeps you from, uh, as they say, nipping the sack. Which is like a big deal for me because I always use like stupid the cheapest trimmer. Dude, I, I was
0: using like my one blade, my Phillips Norelco <laughs> shit. I'd like use it on my face and then my balls, and I'm like, "There's got to be a better way." <laughs>
1: There's got to be a better way, and there <laughs> I put is this on my face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then they also sent us this uh, Crop Reviver, which is a uh, toner and refresher. It's a
0: spray. Did you use that one yet? I don't know what that one does.
1: I think I, you know, I a think it's
0: Is it like skin tanning for your balls? <laughs> yeah,
1: sunning because your balls don't get tanned. No, it's a, it's like a refresher, dude. So like, I think you apply the ball deodorant at the beginning of the day. Like, let's say you're going on a date, right? You go on a date, you put the ball deodorant on, you're good to go. But then, like, you've been out drinking for five hours, been walking around, and now you're in, you're back at your place. You're getting you know, things are getting hot and heavy and you're like, dude, she's about it's about to happen. And that's when you run to the bathroom, you hit yourself with a couple quick sprays. And there you go. PH controlled. PH controlled. PH dude. controlled, baby.
0: Penis hood control.
1: <laughs> it's sweet. And then I also use they sent us um another uh Crop-related thing, the plow, which is actually a uh, a straight razor, barbershop-grade razor, which uh, I have never used before. If you could see my face right now, honestly,
0: dude, you're smooth on the face. I'm smooth. I I I can't even imagine using that on my my pubes though.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to use this on your pubes, honestly but uh it worked great for my face. I cut myself up a little bit, but that's cuz I'm an idiot, not because of the yeah. product. So I it was it was really it was really good.
0: And I will say this, the first time I did use the manscape, I got way too into it, <laughs> like super quick too, cuz I was just trying to like shape up real quick. And um I did think I got a nick, but the guard I think protected me. Cuz yes. like I felt like I was about to get like oh fuck, I just cut myself on my balls, but then I looked down and it was like it was the slightest pinch, but it didn't actually cut, which mm-hmm. is like, thank God, dude.
1: And another thing they don't they didn't even tell us to talk about in this uh, rap sheet they gave us is uh trimming your ass, dude. Like cause like the balls yeah, the you gooch, can kind of the gooch is is the biggest problem here because you kinda go yeah, the in blind. Broadway. You go in blind. Like when I I, I, I like I, I I mow the lawn. Up front, but in the back, I'm just bushwhacking. I'm just, yeah, like, I just yeah, fucking yeah. take the trimmer and just. Would,
0: and if you don't know I For a while, doing- I would just take a pair of scissors and then, like, you know how, like, a barber pulls your <laughs> hair up when they cut it? I would pull my gooch hair down and then snip it. And I'd always have, like, you know, I'd have, like, I'd still have like an inch or something, of hair, but I'd get as low as I could. <laughs> but
1: this thing that with the guard, I was, dude, I was going ham. I was just fucking flying with dude, that
0: trimmer, dude. I gotta, I gotta try it with the guard because I tried no guard and I think that was my mistake too. They give you two guards. Use the guards.
1: Oh yeah, use the guards. I threed mine. What did you go for? You, 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 you I went just bare, bare bones. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, dude. yeah,
0: but it still worked really well. And I and I used it again today, even bare bones, and it was like. Way better than the first time, too. Because I think the first time I was just way too excited. <laughs> and then I tried to do it, like, real quick. But today I, like, gave myself a little time.
1: Oh, you went at it twice, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was waiting all week. I, I, I saved up my balls for this delivery, dude. I was yeah. legitimately, I was like, dude. And I, I had never looked forward. to <laughs> Shaving my, your balls? <laughs> I now look forward to shaving my balls, dude. Thanks to Manscaped.
0: Yeah, and uh, if anyone actually wants to get one of these you can go to manscape.com use the promo code Lfts you get 20% off your order and free shipping.
1: yeah, and that's actually a good deal because this yeah. is actually really good
0: products. it's stuff that it's, it's, like it's really well made and like nice packaging they, they send it all in like this nice leather bag too. It's like a little carrying, like, bathroom tote bag. Mm-hmm. It's, like, all the stuff is top-notch. Yeah, it
1: really is. It's, like, a nice leather bag. And, again, it's stuff that you would never even think. As a guy, you know, we're not very... You know, guys are very much, like, whatever, dude, you know? But this dude, is, like... Yeah. I almost feel like I have so much stuff in my bathroom now, it's like when you go in a girl's bathroom. It's like, dude, I am clean as a yeah, whistle I fucking look great.
0: But also, I think for guys, like you don't know you need something until you have it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when me and my roommates moved into the house we're in now from our old place, our old place was like a pig pig pen, you know? Mm -hmm. And we got there and the owner had left behind even just like a small thing, like a little thing in your sink that suction's on the side that holds the sponge, so the sponge isn't just at the bottom getting yeah. moldy every yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, oh shit, they in- they invented this. Like you can have, one? of course, I'm gonna have this all the time now. <laughs> Same thing with Manscaped, dude. I can't imagine going back to shaving my balls with like a face razor, never like an old it. face razor, <laughs> or because like, yeah. Dude, I used to, like, my old face razors, I was like, I'll give this a second life. Let me just shave my balls in the shower with this real yeah. quick. Always get a little rash on there. Yeah. Always, dude, you know.
1: And that's the other thing. You don't want to use the same trimmer either. Because when you think about it, you know, you, I was using the same trimmer for same my balls, my and ass, and my face. And the pH was out of whack, dude. My, my pH is way out of whack, dude.
0: Yeah, dude, and you're moving that pH to your face. <laughs> so that's no good.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I feel, I feel great, dude. Once again, guys, that is Manscaped.com. Enter in the promo code LFTS for 20% off and free shipping. Very excited about this. Thank you so much to manscaped.com for being our first official endorsement.
0: Yeah. So, all of you guys lacking on sending those emails, well, you know, we'll still take on sponsors, but you'll never be the first.
1: You'll never be the first. You can be the second. You can be the second. We're looking at you, Blue Chew, and we're definitely looking at you, Blowjob Machine people.
0: That'd be sweet. That'd be sick. Anyway, let's get into the cast. Dude. Oh, yeah. Official, dude. Official. I can't. Bl- we've never done this before. I don't know how to go into a cast. I, <laughs> I just want to keep talking about Man <laughs> Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> Jeez. I'm trying to think of uh, anything else big. That's, all, that's it that happened for me, dude. <laughs> that's it, dude. I this shaved my balls. <laughs> I shaved my balls today. That's I about it this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not much since the last cast. I had like a long weekend just because, uh, m- well, my birthday was Friday. I, uh, had the day off, which was nice. Joey gave me the day off as a little B day gift. Um, and then at night, I was hosting for Mike Racine at Zissimos. That was a fun show. It was a good oh time. Yeah, had nice. by all. Um, and then after that show, like, I was just done. I was like yeah. tired as shit. I was like, I gotta go home. Well, this is like a big weekend for you because it was big like weekend. your birthday. And then Elizabeth's birthday and my mom's birthday on Saturday. That's unbelievable. So on Saturday, I went to brunch at Ida B's, got some nice chicken and waffles. That was a good time. Um, and then went up to see uh, my brother at Hamden Fest for a little bit. Hamden Fest was going on this weekend. Yeah, heard about that. It was a little, you know, a little annoying. Just because, like, Was all the parking's taken up, yeah. half the streets are closed off, these fucking idiots riding toilet bowls down the street. <laughs> There's a thing called the toilet bowl race, and it's like, I, yeah, this is fun, but also, like... How does that even work? What are they, it's, but it's wheels also on it's like, toilet bowl? You guys are really mad that people call us white trash? Mm-hmm. You guys are mm-hmm. racing toilet bowls down the street. Yeah
1: well hamden really hamden owns it dude hamden they 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 hear that that people call my trash and they just love it i
0: know but it's like i think they think it's like ironic but it's like dude you're all sitting here pounding beers watching toilet bowls roll down the street yeah um yeah and i just like i felt messed up dude i was like pooping all weekend i was i was having a, a long week uh and then my mom went to a concert Saturday, so I didn't get to see her. I saw her on my birthday and, like, the day before that. But then we were going out to brunch for her birthday, too. Went to... Good place. Good place. But I I got I made the mistake of getting the same thing at both Ida B's and... Chicken so I got and waffles? Chicken and waffle at Ida B's. That shit is, like, next-level chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. And then I get fucking a chopped chicken cutlet over a hard-ass waffle mm. at... And I'm like, mm. and then also like, I I don't know if it was something in the chicken and waffle or if I was just feeling it from the whole long weekend. But right when I got home after brunch, I just borfed all of it up. Ah, um, gosh, I know it's gross. But there's all I feel like every year on my birthday, I end up throwing up. You and I
1: were both given hard times of this weekend. The bartender was giving me a hard time. Of
0: like, Do you check like, out the new bar? The new yeah, bar
1: is kinda sick. It is sick. Actually, fun fact, if anybody goes in there and notices the lighting, that was my input. Ooh, I walked in there the first night I went there because somebody was like, Yo, they got a nice basement bar. Which I was like,
0: cool. But it's also It's not it really like, a basement bar. It's on the first
1: you floor on the other steps. side of the building. <laughs> you go down three steps. <laughs> it's in the basement. <laughs> and uh, but I was always a big fan of the outside bar. And like the past two nights, I think one of the nights I was there with Alex and then the other night I just went there with like Lucas and some people. Mm-hmm. And um, but I was like the past couple nights were like really nice nights, so I was kind of hoping the outside bar was open. Apparently
0: they haven't had it open all year,
1: which sucks because I love that outside bar, dude. I love sitting outside. And then I went inside and it was just a little bright, and I was just like, "Can you guys uh, dim the lights a little bit?" I feel like like, I didn't say like a a jerk. I was just like, I was like, "Yo, do you think we can dim the lights?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, sure." And then she dimmed it. And the next night I came in there, it was like the same level of dimness. I was like, "Yes, yes." Yes, because it is. It, people don't think about that. You go into a place and it's like, dude, come on.
0: Yeah, this is too sterile in yeah. here. like yeah. it looks too bright. Like, are we in a hospital? Like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, the bartender was shitting on me, dude. I was, I bought, I bought a round of bombs. I did my bomb, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of the girls we were with didn't want her bomb, so I w- she was like, "Here, you can have this." And so now I have this fresh bomb in front of me, and the bartender comes up and he's like, "You want a nipple for that? Since you're fucking nursing it?" And I was like. This, it's my my second second this is my second bomb, bro. See? Come on, dude. You missed me doing a bomb. Damn. And then uh, he uh, he's just kind of like ragging on me the whole time. And then like he just hands the girl I'm with a weed dab pen to hit. And then like takes it back. And I was like, just give my girl a weed dab pen like that, bro. Yeah. Just right in front of me like that, bro.
0: Really? What a bitch.
1: I was like, dude, come on. And that's one of those things that it's like, it's like one of those things that's it's like. It's one uh, of those
0: things where it's just like super unprofessional, too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You're going to like rub someone the wrong way, and it's not going to be like a level headed dude like you.
1: Exactly,
0: dude. Yeah. If
1: I was like a little bit, if I was like a little less level headed, yeah. If I was a little less level headed, I'd be like, bro, really? You're giving, you're going to just give my girl a weed dad pen right in front of me like that. And then just like.
0: Also, it's like. You can't hit this. Yeah. Well, Fuck it's you, it's also just like him trying to be way too cool or like trying way too cool to impress that girl mm-hmm. that like. Dude, if any of his managers saw him do that, he'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I thought it was okay because it was a vape, and it wasn't actually weed. It was a vape. Especially since
1: he was, like, uh, significantly older. Like, significantly older
0: oh i was imagining some like hot young no, 21 year old no, he like no, 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 senior no. year in his frat and he's feeling like oh, i'm gonna know this, this is, dude's girl no this is like some some loser ass 40 year old bartender yeah yeah Ugh. not even
1: 40 probably older fucking Ugh. classic
0: I don't want to blow dude, up. He probably was 40, but he just looked terrible. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Looking back, because I want to go deeper into this. I'm going to bleep out the name, but uh, bleep out the name of the place we're talking about now. Nah, whatever. Who but cares, uh dude? They're the, uh, not sponsoring us. Yeah, they're not sponsoring <laughs> us, dude. <laughs> okay, no obligation you to you. you
0: fucking open up the patio again and name it the live from the studio? <laughs> yeah. <fucking bar. laughs> they
1: reach out to us next week. are like, we really love your podcast. We'd like you to sponsor. we take everything back next We're like, that bartender was really awesome. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> Best chicken and waffles on...
0: You won't throw up from that. <laughs> you definitely won't throw up. Yeah. <laughs> you won't throw up from our food, and the bartenders, though old, <laughs> won't try to think they have a shot at stealing your girlfriend.
1: <laughs> and let me tell you something. If there's one group of bartenders that are not dabbing weed behind the bar, it's them. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he had like the classic older guy, like old man, like... Gray hair, balding on top, pulled in a ponytail. So, like, make I'm making up for the top with the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, you're just a career loser. Yeah. A career loser. I mean,
0: that's the kind of dude that, like, 10 years ago, he was banging, like, 17-year-olds. Absolutely. And now he can't even get that? Yeah, dude. It's like, stupid Me Too culture. (laughs) Yeah. Can't even. that. He, like, brushes (laughs) his ponytail. (laughs) Try to steal my 17-year-old from me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) can't.
1: Yeah, it was just one of the look, I, look, I'm all for jokes and stuff like that, but I can always tell when somebody's uh, being mean-spirited or if they're being, like, if they're doing it, like, as, like, a, like, you know, they're fucking with you in a nice way. And this guy was clearly, like, trying to, he was trying to punk me. Yeah. He was definitely trying to punk definitely. me. Like, everything I would do, he'd, like, comment on it and be like, like, I literally just was talking to Lucas and I said, uh, something
0: fucking this. And he was like,
1: wow, man, you haven't even had that bomb yet? You're already cussing like that? What the hell? And I was like, dude. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> Why does this make you think I'm going to want to stay? I know. Like, you being a dick isn't going to make me want to tip you or buy more drinks from you. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ugh. Yeah. It's just, you my know. My parents have been fucking complaining about and bars recently to me and my brother. Every time we went out to dinner with them, they're always like, you know, like, People always laugh at it, but ageism does exist. (laughs)
1: Oh, it absolutely
0: exists, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. They're saying when they came into the the other night, like, they were having such a hard time buying drinks. Like, Alex just kept having to buy them drinks. Mm -hmm. Like, they're apparently, like, before Feet on the Street on Friday or two Fridays ago, they stopped in there to get, like, food and a drink. And there was, like, no one in there except, like, a group of dudes at the end of the bar that were, like, college Mm age. The bartender was just over there talking to them the whole time. And then he'd like pop over, like, "Oh, can I get you something to drink?" And yeah. Walk away, and they're like, mm-hmm. what "The fuck? We want menus too." And they're like, oh, your menus?
1: Okay. Yeah, it's it's weird because like my parents stopped going there to see me play because of a similar the same exact thing. You know, it's just like, and look, some of that is chalked up to ageism for sure, and some yeah. of that is also just like I said to my parents, I was like, "Look, you know, it's a Friday night in Towson. It's it's you know eleven something like that, and like." You're going to a place... Towson bar and expecting to be served like you're at like a restaurant or something like that, yeah, true, which is understandable because if they put on, if they put on like that's what they're gonna do, then if they are a restaurant, yeah, I'm not going to Green Turtle and sitting at a table and expecting table service in the middle of you know every frat in the world, you know, beer bonging and shit, like but like you go to a place like that and it's like, okay, well, they clearly put on this air of like that's what we're gonna do, we have menus, Mm -hmm. we got the kitchen open, so it's like, why can I not expect that,
0: yeah, well, and then they're like, yeah, like. We, we'll go to the rec room, can't get a drink, but then walk next door to go to the town tavern owned by the same people. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, you know, but it is an older bar. Yeah. And they get served right away. People come by, oh, do you want any water? Do you want yeah. another drink? Do you want food? No, it's fine. Five minutes later, do you need anything else? Are you good? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Like, it is, you know, it is a little shitty. Well, it just comes down to, and this is a
1: problem that a lot of businesses have. Um, a business needs to know who they are. They need to know what crowd they're entertaining. They need to know, you know, they. you can always tell when a business doesn't quite know what they are. Mm-hmm. When you walk in and like you go in and like sometimes and I'm not talking specific to any uh, particular place, but you go in and it's like. They're like trying to be a sports bar, but they're also trying to be like fancy at the same time, and like yeah. you know, you're trying to attract the college crowd, but then all your drinks are expensive, and it's like, what are you, dude? Yeah, are yeah. you trying to be like the hangout? Are you trying to be like the pregame spot? Are you trying to be the postgame spot? Are you trying to be like the during game spot? Like people are gonna go out here and dance and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what are you? And then figure that out for yourself, and then own that. You can't be everything. You can't be the sports bar, quaint bar, dining restaurant. You know, dive. You can't. You yeah, just can't yeah. be all those things at once. And and a lot of times, it's uh like there's uh, a bar down in Fell's Point that uh is always known. Uh, I play there, and it's it's always has been known to be kind of just like a I don't want to say a dive bar, but it's like it's like where all the industry people go to get their drinks. Like it's a big like kind of like. People go there and it's just kind of like got it's that like, like a gritty. local bar, yeah. Like it's a like locals a locals yeah.
0: bar, or, uh, whatever there is, they're called.
1: Yeah, and then you go there and uh, but they're also trying and then they have like the upstairs and it's like the upstairs is just like an empty room that's like not really decorated too well, but like they're serving food as if they're like, you know, the Sagamore Pendry across the street or something like yeah, that. Yeah. They're like they're like you know you try to get a dozen crabs and it's seventy bucks. It's like, dude, come on, yeah, like yeah. what what are we doing here? You know, if I go to this bar. They and they're saying like you know we want to attract that type of crowd. And it's like, but you're not that type of bar, you know. I know you want to attract that yeah, type of that crowd. Get that
0: type of crowd first.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you you and know you will be that bar. Exactly, exactly. So it, I mean, and that's why a lot of businesses fail because they never are able to just tap into. You know, it's just like anything else. As a, as a band, as a podcast, as a community, you have to know who you are before anybody else gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And if you're just a business who's just flying by the seat of their pants, oh, today, you know, that was one of the problems I always had with, uh, I would always get into arguments with uh, the owners, at, not arguments, but just like, you know, conversations with the owners of Seasons back in the day when I was working there before they kind of got everything going and together, they re- renovated and they really found their niche. You know, yeah, they're like sure. the college drinking like pregame spot and then they have the late night food after. For sure. But for the longest time, it was like, you know, they didn't want the college crowd. They tried, you know, they tried they to tried make to the prices. Cater the regulars yeah, like yeah. and and then you you know, and it, that's a problem that a lot of bars in Canton has too. Is that they're not really they're not really entertaining to people that aren't Cantonites. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you go in there and it's like you either know everybody and you're just one of the people that everybody all everybody knows everybody in Canton. It's like a very close knit community. And then like at, if you go down there as someone who's not part of that circle, you just feel like you literally just at every turn, you just feel like you're not welcome. Yeah. And that's not any bar in particular. That's pretty much every bar that I've noticed. You know, mm-hmm. all the bartenders are interchangeable at every bar. Oh, I work here. I also work there. Sometimes I work here, which is similar to Towson. You know, you see the same bartenders at six different places half the time. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, you know, it, it, it just it feels, and, and, and a lot of times I kind of don't get that uh, I don't get that impression a lot because I have the advantage of playing at a lot of these places. So they know me. Yeah. But I also don't live down in Canton. So, like, the only reason I don't get treated like shit is because I know them. But I totally see when I'm in there with other people, it's just like, it just really is this, like, close knit type of thing. And Towson can be like that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go into certain bars in Towson, you, if you're not, like, a Towson head, if you're not, like, and your you know, your brother's a Towson head. Yeah. So he can go into a lot of places. But also
0: at the same time, like, if a bartender is at their job. Like I understand if they see their friend and they want to get them first or whatever. But if like if you're at a bar, what's what's worth more of your money, like selling, you know, six natty bows to people who probably won't even tip you mm-hmm. or oh, there's a kind of older couple down at the bar. I'm going to go They'll probably get, like, a mixed drink, a fucking glass of wine. Exactly. Fucking tip you really good. Exactly. Like, and
1: that's that's just bartender. That's stuff that, as a bartender, whether or not your management tells you to be that way or not, that's something that, that is just common sense. It's like, dude, if I have some half-drunk already frat guy leaning across the bar, screaming my name, yo, 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 can I get uh, three bombs and a natty light? And then you have like someone like your your mom or my mom sitting at a table like we were gonna get like a martini a nice margarita yeah maybe we're some split appetizers some nachos like, like yeah why are you catering to this guy before me yeah like it, it's just common sense like this guy like you go and you go to Turtle th- these guys are used to waiting. Ten minutes for a drink. Yeah. That's standard practice if you're a college kid. You go for to sure. a college bar, the bartenders openly just treat you like shit, and that's the expectation of yeah, service. And there's
0: like three people in front of you also trying to order. You're exactly. all slammed up against the bar, but you're mm-hmm. just loud enough to get recognized mm-hmm. first. And it's like, you know, I understand that guy too, but also like uh.
1: That guy has to that guy knows how to deal with it, and that guy's gonna deal with it because he deals with it every day. Yeah. And again, if you don't want to be that kind of place, then take off all the fancy bullshit off your menu, take off all the craft cocktails, take off all exactly. the, the high prices, lower your prices, and become a fucking yo 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 let me get a bomb bar. That's it. It's that simple. Just pick one, you know? But, yeah, I can totally see how it's frustrating. And uh, I guess, yeah, I had a very similar experience to that at uh, where
0: we were just talking about before. Interesting reverse ageism
1: reverse ageism see that's the thing I'm at the peak no ageism age right now dude.
0: exactly you're riding the line me too dude I'm riding the line I'm not finally there with you dude yeah I'm
1: never there's very few bars I'm gonna walk into and be blatantly too old now I'm not gonna lie if I go in a turtle if my brothers and all of them decide that if my brother my singular one brother decides he wants to go out with all of his co-workers and I'm not doing shit on a Thursday I'm just like whatever fuck it I'll go out I feel blatantly older than a lot of the people there yeah. Um, but it's not so blatant, you know, it's not like creepy. It's yeah. just like, this guy's definitely, but
0: you shave now, dude. I shave. You're going to fucking fit I in right now. there.
1: But like, that is the cool thing. Ageism definitely does exist, uh, because people take me seriously now, dude. If I'm talking to somebody, I remember being 19, 20 and having a conversation with an adult and then just, I could just tell that they're just, dude, why are you, why are you, why are you speaking up? right now. yeah. Why do you have an opinion right now? Who gives a fuck about your opinion right now? <laughs> You're 20 years old. Yeah. What are you doing? But now I'm like 27. I'll start speaking. People start listening. But mm. like this, guys. That 27. happened to
0: me <laughs> at uh. my birthday dinner the other night. We went to that new place in t- the Red Pepper Kitchen or whatever, mm-hmm. the Szechuan place. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was really fucking good. But, like, it was something that I definitely noticed, like, usually at, like, family dinners or whatever. I feel like... I just let my brother talk more just because, Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's older. He has more shit to say. I'll just let him go. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I was just talking for, like, a while, and (laughs) I, like, noticed it, and I was like, yeah, no one's really interjected or... (laughs) Like, ugh! Like, is this normal? Like, why are why is wow. my family listening? I'm the youngest me? kid. Why are they all listening <laughs> to me right now? I'm like 27. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. Weird. It is weird. Exactly, it is
1: weird because, like, it's even like, oh, with that makes sense. even within the family, like, it's just like certain roles that like I'm so used to playing. Like, mm-hmm. I'll like get my plate of food, and I'm just like. All right, I guess I'll just take this downstairs Need eat it. Like, and everybody's <laughs> like, where are you going? You're a grown man. Where are you sitting at this table with Why don't you want to talk to us? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ageism is real, but it's not. E- look, here's the deal, people, anybody listening. You don't get old until you stop growing up. And what that means to me is, is that, if you're our age, if you're 27, if you're in your late 20s, and you're still trying to live the life of someone in their early 20s or someone in their late teens, 19, 20, 21,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're old. Yeah, for sure. You're because because eight, like th- I always say it this way, it's like I'll, I'll you know because that's like as you get to our age, all of a sudden you just start hearing all of our friends be like, oh man, I'm getting old, getting old. It's like, dude, if you were the CEO of Wells Fargo, you'd be the youngest CEO in the history of all time. You're 26 years old. If you were doing that kind of shit at tw- at, in your mid-20s, you would be the shit. You'd be yeah, the you'd young buck. Yeah, you'd be on buck. Forbes 30 yeah. under 30, dude. You'd be like. the young buck, dude. The only re- and s- So the only reason you feel old is because you're still viewing yourself in that place in life. Yeah. And so you feel old for being that person. And you are old for being that person, but you're yeah. not just old all together, you know what I'm saying? For sure. So for me, it's just like whenever I start to get that feeling of like, oh man, I feel kind of old. That just means like, well, dude, you're a green turtle on a Thursday. You should feel old. Mm. You're 20. What are you doing at Green Turtle on a Thursday? You know? If you went to fucking Sources right now, you'd feel young as shit. Yeah. I'd be the youngest guy people be like, yo, what's the poppin' music right now? I'd be like, honestly, (laughs) you'd have to ask those kids a turtle, but I'm just (laughs) to me, (laughs) to you guys, I am young as fuck. So that's just a big thing to always keep in mind, dude. Whenever I start feeling old, it's just like, just means I got to pick up the pace, dude.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, just got to start. If any anytime I start feeling old, I'm just like, I got to start hanging out with older people. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Stay young. I do
1: the same thing. Whenever I start feeling smart, I'm like, I got to start hanging out with less dumb people. (laughs) 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 You just start. You just start talking to people, and like, you're just like, Jesus Christ. Dude, it
0: is kind of crazy how many dumb people there are out there.
1: It's amazing, dude. And the older you get, the more you realize you're like. The more you run into them, dude. Yeah,
0: you just notice certain shit, dude. You just notice like patterns in people, and then like, it's like I don't want to like bring up any examples because I don't want to like sound like a dick, but like I don't know. Sometimes you know when you just talk to someone and you're just like, "Damn, dude!" Like I see that you're really trying with this conversation. And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's times when I get that way. There's times like I can understand, like, there's certain people who just when they speak, they're very self conscious about how they come off and sound. And that's how I get when I'm high. So, like, I just feel like when I talk to somebody who's like really bad at that, I'm like, wow, that they feel right now sober the way I feel if I was like on acid trying to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just like overthinking everything I'm saying and stuff like that. But, like, at the same time, it's like, man, I'm glad I don't have that hang-up. But then there's also people that really are just not smart, mm. you know? Like, dealing with uh, the apartment building that I live at, dude, we're having just... Lucas had to call code enforcement Damn. on the fucking apartment, on the property manager, just because he had a, his his sink has been leaking for, like, a month and a half. Damn. And he keeps on calling down for maintenance. Uh, this new property management company took over for our apartment, like, about two months ago. Uh-huh. And they just... They just aren't doing anything. Damn. They literally are just not like suddenly within the span of like one month, everything has just gone to shit. Like, Jesus. hot water is not working half the time. Maintenance crew is like three weeks behind on everything. And then we get an email today saying they're raising the rent 5%. And I'm just, I just want to go down there tomorrow and be like, dude, can you give me one thing that you've improved in yeah. this building since you've taken over to justify raising the rent? You've lowered the quality of living here by 40% easily, <laughs> but you're raising the cost of living here by 5%. Like, what are you doing? The top. <laughs> and the thing that pissed me off more, the thing that pissed me off the most is, because he was over yesterday telling me about this when we were watching the Ravens game, RIP the Ravens, geez louise. But um, he was telling me about it yesterday, and he was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been telling them, like, when basically the only time the maintenance crew bothers showing up is when he threatens to do something. So, like, he'll email down to the front desk, and he'll be like, yo, um, this, that, the other thing, can you guys send somebody up? And they'll be like, yeah, sure, he'll be right up. Nobody shows up. Day later, he emails again. And the problem that I have with that is, like, it's not, like, I was telling this to somebody else. I was like, look, all I want is communication. Like, if you if you were to message me back and say, dude, here's the deal. I understand your sink is clogged. We are so incredibly backed up. We have so much shit on our plate yeah. right now. Uh, the soonest we can get to you is next Wednesday. I'd say, okay. And, ne- and the, you say, next Wednesday at noon. I'd say, okay. That's fine, dude. I understand that. If that's how backed up you are, you can give me a date and a time to expect when this is going to be rectified. That's cool. Don't tell me you're going to send somebody up within the hour, and then I don't hear from you for the next five days. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. And And then
0: when you threaten them, they can show up within the hour.
1: Exactly. That's
0: that's bad practice.
1: He said he reported them to code enforcement. The inspector called him, and then they called the property manager. They were up within 10 minutes. And so I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck have they been doing for the past month? If they're able to get up here within ten minutes, that yeah, literally means actually going on. every other time. And it's unfortunate because he's these two guys that are about our age, two mm-hmm. guys about our age. So you can tell it's probably their first venture of this sort. They probably yeah. come from a lot of money, I'm imagining, and they just, you know, they took it over and they just, they just either they don't have the slightest clue of how to actually run a building that has you know, 400 residents. And, you know, they don't bother telling you when they're going to turn the hot water off. You just all of a sudden don't have hot water for a day. And then they email you after the fact. Oh, by the way, you didn't have hot water. Yeah, I know. I tried to take a shower. I, I figured that out. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for the email after the fact. After I smell like fucking shit. And it's like, and they, they, they have this girl at the front desk that has to be the middle man for all of this. Super hot, by the way, super hot chick at the desk, um, which, which makes it unfortunate.
0: Which one do you banging her? huh. Which one do you think's banging her? Uh,
1: definitely the guy with the shaved head, like not the Ooh. shaved head, but like buzz cut. He's pretty okay. good looking. He's pretty good okay, looking guy. Okay. Okay. Um, but on a brighter note, uh, I was hanging uh, after I left the, I played at the horse two Sundays ago, and as I do every Sunday. And uh, But two Sundays ago, this girl that I used to work with at the Cheesecake Factory came in, and she was just, like, chilling. She works down there at, like, somewhere in Fells or whatever. And she was just chilling, and she wound up getting, like, super drunk. And so I took her back to her place. She lives right in Fells. She left her phone in my car. And so uh, I had to leave for Ocean City that very next morning. So I Facebook messaged. I said, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave your phone in the front desk of my apartment building. Here's the address. Go in. Tell them your name. I already gave them your name. You can pick it up from her. And... She messaged me back. She's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." By the way, the front desk chick said she thinks you're cute. So Ooh! I like, so I was like, "You know what? This part management company not half bad. Not that bad. Not <laughs> that bad. But it's a shame because she is. Uh, it's it, she is a she is a doozy to try to get any answers from or anything. And it's like, I feel bad for you because you have all these incompetent people that you're just like."
0: you're just like the face for
1: yeah and everybody like, dude, i i kid you not i went down there to go and figure out cuz our sink was clogged for like 3 weeks prior to that yeah yeah and um, i remember yeah and it it that was a fucking shit show threw shod- your old uh, razor
0: down your sink <laughs> <laughs> i was done with it dude done with it
1: and uh that was a fucking doozy and i went down there just to find out like hey can you actually send somebody up today please and uh Within the five minute span that I was in the waiting lobby, I saw three different people go down there with all kinds of crazy complaints.
0: Really? And
1: then the other night I saw somebody had written on a loosely piece of paper and plastered on the lobby door saying, We still don't have hot water. Damn. Exclamation point. And I was like, Wow, this is like people are starting to get pissed off. And it's like kinda reminded me of like like uh like if we were a country and like this is our government, we are on the coup, verge we're, we're on the verge of a revolution right now, dude. We're on the verge of. Have
0: a little Berkshire spring, dude.
1: Absolutely. I'm gonna fucking start dressing up like Fidel Castro. (laughs) Just fucking go down there. Just fucking start giving speeches in the in the break room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is bullshit. (laughs) We don't deserve this. (laughs) Oh, we're not human beings. Oh yes, I am not officially on the lease. But <laughs> That's what pisses I me off. I share your struggle. <laughs>
1: That's what pisses me off the most is I really am like, if we were a country, I'm an illegal immigrant in that building. I am absolutely 100 illegal immigrant. Yeah, dude, but, but I'm a dreamer. Like, exactly, I'm a dreamer, dude. I'm one of those like immigrants are our strength. That's me, dude. People look at me like this guy got this guy snuck in by bypassing the system, but now he's worked his way up. <laughs> <laughs> he is our strength,
0: bro. You gotta get a little union going in the uh, in you the know, apartment I complex. Don't, that's the
1: thing that I'm like. You
0: gotta start letting you gotta let people know about that code enforcement call. Yeah, that's I'm a one thinking way of different to ways to do it, fixed, like dude.
1: covertly, like Banksy style,
0: just like start yeah. Because you still kind of want to bang the receptionist. Yes, yes, yeah, I do. You don't want I that do. getting to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want like, Oh, Jimmy was on that. Spread that information. I don't think he's
1: hot anymore. <laughs> I don't want my living situation to improve at the expense of having a chance with this <laughs> desk girl. That's you know you gotta you gotta pick your battles here. You really gotta pick your battles. So I think I'm gonna do. we covertly. lost the fight, but we're gonna win the war. Like v <laughs> v for vendetta style. Just start V Day wearing... dude. <laughs> yeah. Start wearing one of those fucking masks and just plaster and loose leaf papers in the elevator. Like, did you guys hear about like the fucking like pro- like uh, anti-government propaganda newspaper covertly handing it out to people, slipping under people's doors, like read about this story. People just all of a Dude, sudden you put together a
0: zine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Berkshire Times. <laughs> <laughs> we will You rise Start a pirate again. radio station <laughs> out of your apartment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and there's like what they don't tell you <laughs> is you can call code enforcement. <laughs> (laughs) And have them fix it in the same day. I can't I can't be on air right now. I can't be on air.
1: (laughs) It's weird because it's like I I literally I don't know what the actual power that anyone in that building has as a renter. Because it's it's not like a, a condo association where everybody is part owner. It's just like we're powerless. They took over the they took over the property and it's like your choices are deal with it or move. Yeah. And it's like, dude, but I don't want to fucking move. I just moved here. Yeah, yeah. I got to fucking if I don't uh, if I don't like it, I got to just So they they know they have an exact line that they know they can push people to. And what pisses me off is that they are not stopping an inch short of it. They are doing every possible corner cutting you know, penny pension thing they can think of. Yeah. Right up to that line. For sure. We're not going to fix your sink until you literally call the county on us. Dude, come on.
0: Dude, if you are trying to move, the place I'm going is a two-bedroom. That would be sweet, dude. But then I got to deal with people running down the street in toilet bowls and shit. <laughs> 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 I don't
1: know. I think I got a better chance at, uh, uh, at sparking a bang this in mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> Banging the receptionist. Banging the receptionist, dude. <laughs> that, is like a, that is like a primal primal fantasy i think every guy has is just like because that's like the best hate fuck dude that's like you fucking bitch fix my sink (laughs) 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 well yeah i totally get it i totally get it so that's been that's been at the top of my fucking just pissed off constantly list today and the past week okay
0: okay yeah you know I think I think you're you deserve to be angry about that shit. I think so too. I think it something's brewing there. You know, I think it's gonna bubble over. It is gonna bubble over. There's just certain people. I was put another Keurig in the lot
1: <laughs> For the first week, they did put chocolate chip cookies out in the break room every day, which I thought was very nice. But that was just, break, you're butter just butter sneaking
0: us sneaking into the employee <laughs> break room. Yeah, I mean, I'm technically an employee. I live here. <laughs> uh, I'm he like he an like employee in that I pay steal them. steal people's fucking lunch out of the <laughs> fridge in the break room. <laughs> what? I thought this was catering. <laughs> <laughs> Who's bringing all these lunches in, though? <laughs> <laughs> like, an emaciated janitor. <laughs> like. Someone, please. I would clean your sink, but I haven't eaten in weeks. <laughs> 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 I can't find the strength, so I'll keep stealing all my lunches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Sless, I don't know if you've heard but our maintenance men have starved to death
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry sorry, we couldn't fix all of your sinks uh, we recently all had to go to the funeral for our maintenance man someone just kept stealing all of the cookies out of the break room
1: <laughs> and then the other story Lucas <laughs> told me was that when they did finally come out to fix it he's making business calls he works from home for a, for a bank and he's making business calls, talking about $100,000 deals and shit like that. And he's got the maintenance guys in the background at 9 in the morning, fucking yelling, laughing, yoting, ah, ah, ah. all kinds. of. she's like, dude, shut up. I'm trying to fucking work here, bro. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Just completely. And then they had the nerve to tell me one day, because uh, the service elevator wasn't working. And I had to I had to take this stupid ass broken bellhop thing carrying my groceries up because we used to have a shopping cart where at least if you mm-hmm. load your groceries in the parking lot into a shopping cart it looks normal yeah
0: not a fucking bellhop and that, cart that can probably just go in the regular elevator too right apparently
1: fucking not because I fucking took it in the regular elevator and I get off and the, the only time I ever see the maintenance man ever only thing he says is yo take that in the service elevator next time it's
0: like dude
1: the service elevator is not working yeah bro fix that first. fuck you <laughs> Jesus Christ dude. Oh, man, that's been brutal. And I'm powerless. Can't say anything. Every time I, every time I start vanting, dude. my brother's like, what are you going to do, dude? we are you going to go down there and get us evicted because they find out you're not on the lease? I'm like, Dom, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired of you
0: treating me like this, dude. You're one of them. <laughs> he's not helping, dude. He's not. Dom's a fucking <laughs> covert agent. Tom's a fucking, or he's a double agent, dude. That's unreal. Tom.
1: Fucking Dom. Yeah, other than that, fucking uh, Ravens lost yesterday. We're now two and one. We're looking good this season, though, for okay. the record. Uh, but I don't know if there's any Ravens fans that listen to this podcast. I don't have any in-depth analysis to give you. <laughs> but
0: we uh, we definitely lost. So we tanked that one. <laughs> we did.
1: We went. We we. I think I think we got a little big for our britches there. I don't know if you watched the game at all yesterday, but we like <laughs> scored a touchdown the opening drive, and for no no reason whatsoever we just decided to go for two instead of just kicking the extra point and we missed it and then for the rest of the game we're like down by one and it's like dude we wouldn't like and my brother was like uh he was like dude but we lost the game by five so it didn't even matter it's like dude that to me is like when people say oh if you just raise minimum wage to x dollars then people just be able to afford shit but like they don't factor in the fact that like everything goes up when you do that, you know. It's the same thing with a game. It's like there's a thing called momentum, and when you like you play differently if you're down by three than if you're down by five. Yeah. Because if you're down by three, you know that all you really need to do is get to the forty or thirty yard line. We have the best kicker in NFL history. We don't play for the hail mary touchdown and 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 lose it. We fucking just drive down the field and get the field goal and go into overtime. Yeah. We we. Went for three two-point conversions and missed all three of them, and so we were we had three less points than we should have had, and we had to go for all these kind of crazy big plays, which we made a lot of crazy big plays, which was awesome. But why are you putting your team in that situation? We're playing the best team in the league. That game was the most highly like promoted, like uh, anticipated game of the week, mm-hmm. and we fucking go in there and act like we're fucking playing the Dolphins again or something like that. It was uh, it was frustrating to watch. But at the same time, I've been complaining for years that uh. The Ravens, uh, the previous way that we've been playing, very small ball, very just like conservatively, not exciting. And I always envied that the Patriots always had these cool trick plays and always are doing shit that like you don't see any other team doing, like punting on third down. Why? Just like crazy shit that they just do because they can. Mm -hmm. And like the Ravens started doing that. I was like, okay, you know what? That's cool, too. At least this game was exciting. You know, at least we're not fucking, you know, whatever. The Orioles.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I talked about that last week, but that O's game was a little pitiful. That was a little sad.
1: Yeah, I don't know what we're doing with that. Uh, Speaking of Baltimore... I got i uh, I've been listening to a lot of WBAL. Again, I, I went on a little uh, hiatus from WBAL. Yeah, you just kept hearing your dad on there. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, now I've. Tony I've, from Towson. <laughs> I've even worked up my way to. Now I text the show sometimes. I'll be nice. driving. Nice. I'll be driving. You ever I'll, get the shout out? Uh, No, but I do sign him Jimmy and Towson. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to know. They
0: got to know. Tony Jr. Towson.
1: <laughs> um, one second, gonna take a piss real quick. right. I'll, I'll get to this story.
0: Nice. Uh, we'll cut this out. Maybe. I'm going to look through what I did this week and see if I can pull some other tales. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. That was on Friday. Um, shit, what else did I do this weekend? Watched a bunch of ghost adventures. That's a good-ass show. Little Dead Files. just... Travel channel ghost shows. People need to watch more of them. They're just super entertaining, but at the same time, you're like, damn, are ghosts real? <laughs> uh, dude, anti-vaxxing movement is threatening America's measle-free status. Kids just... Kids need vaccines. <laughs> just don't do them too early, you know? You don't want to fuck them up at a young age, because that is what causes autism. But, you know, don't let them die from the plague. I don't know how that started, but I agree, dude. (laughs) Don't let your kids die from the plague, dude. Well, I saw a news article that said uh, the anti-vax movement may cause a measles outbreak in the U.S. It's threatening a measles-free status for the United States.
1: Measles. they got to come up with a more... uh I mean, terrifying
0: name for that disease because it doesn't sound bad. Measles, it had to come back, you know?
1: It's kind of like how smallpox sounds less bad than chickenpox. And chickenpox already doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. You think about chickenpox. It's not
0: that bad. bad. But, like,
1: smallpox is a terrible disease, and, like, it just doesn't sound like it would be. You think smallpox. If it was bigpox, maybe. But, like, you know, black plague, that sounds bad. You think about disease names. Black plague, that was an appropriately named disease the yeah. black that's like, you nobody wants to get black plague If somebody was like jimmy you have smallpox i'd be like ah oh, whatever can i like get something at cvs to cure that no that is a the, uh, it, it will eviscerate
0: your entire life oh, yeah that's well, another one like hiv sounds terrible mm-hmm. but aids it's like does it supposed to help me no it's even worse <laughs> <AIDS>. <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse than hiv yeah what the fuck you get fuck? aids after hiv fucking kicks it in <laughs> Right? Isn't that the case? I think
1: so. But apparently they have medicine now that like can... It blocks it? You can lower the, the virus... That's how like beta blockers are? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so, dude. You can lower the virus count in your blood system to so low that it's like undetectable. So we've almost cured AIDS. We're pretty damn close. But uh, anyway, before I went outside, the big social media outrage of this week uh, locally was this new restaurant, I don't know if you heard about this, the yeah. Chop Tank <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up, which is part of the Atlas Restaurant Group, which I play at some of their other bars from time to time. And uh, they opened up a venue called the Chop Tank in Upper Fells Point.
0: Which is funny that you play your, their other bars because with this dress code they put out they would not let you in exactly, the Chop Tank. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and so the whole the whole controversy behind that is, you know, they, they enforce this strict dress code and everybody's saying it's racially motivated and this that the other thing. And then when you yeah. look at it it's like no hunting boots and I'm like, what who who was that? It just aimed means at? no
0: Tim's <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, it was a little, you know, they could have went a little more mainstream with all of their, uh, you know, uh, dress code violations. Like, because I remember even working at the movie theater. There's a ton of shit that I was like, oh, this is, these rules that we're putting in place, like this curfew and all this other shit, like, you just don't want black kids up here. Yeah. Like, but they did it in, in a way that I was like, well, no, we just don't want unsupervised kids up here yeah it's like oh sure really okay but uh i mean like dude if you look at high tops dress code that's even worse (laughs) like but it's in the county so it gets a pass yeah
1: yeah i mean look i mean
0: I, i honestly don't think it's it was that bad of a thing and it definitely got blown out of proportions
1: well let's 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 see what we got here we have um strictly prohibited excessively baggy clothing Pants must be worn at the waist, no shorts below the knee. Um,
0: but also, like, that's fair. It's supposed to be like a fine dining yeah, restaurant. Yeah, and that's not something that's specific. To
1: me, it's almost like when people say it's racially motivated, it's like, are you insinuating that only black people dress like that? I've seen, yeah. you can go into Essex and see plenty of white guys in wife beaters and pants below their ass and below the knee, well yeah. below their knee. It's like, you know, it's almost like, it's almost racist that you even insinuate that this must be targeting black people
0: I think the most incriminating one is the no jerseys, and then it says like Prince season except on Orioles and Ravens game day or whatever. But also at the same time, that's just like such an old, because th- like no fucking people wear jerseys anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like that's such like a weird like '90s black dude in a music video <laughs> like stereotype.
1: I mean, yeah, sure, but also you're trying to you're trying to prohibit you're trying to you're trying to curtail on possible conflicts. That's a lot of the same reason you go to a lot of bars, like the Horse and Fells. Has a no 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 biker colors rule. Mm. I, I don't know. I mean, there there are black bikers, but I mean, most of the bikers I see are big fat white guys wearing yeah. biker colors. Like that's <laughs> clearly not like n- they don't want people in there representing stuff that could possibly lead into a conflict. You know, I obviously don't give a shit about sports that much, but yeah, if somebody walks in there but with also, a fucking Dallas jersey. At the jersey, same
0: time, you're not gonna go to fucking like a steakhouse wearing a jersey. Exactly. Like. It's it's a little like it doesn't seem that way because it's like a seafood restaurant, but it's supposed to be like a upscale fine dining seafood restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and it's it's a little weird that uh, it got all this attention.
1: Yeah, and it, let's see, we got brimless headgear, bandanas, beanies. Hipsters wear yeah. beanies all the fucking time. Uh, fucking uh, let's see, backwards or sideways hats. Okay, work or construction boots sunglasses but after also, dark. like,
0: they they banned all type of headwear. It wasn't like a, like...
1: like I think I you can wear know. a forward baseball cap. It says brimless headgear, which I'm assuming is like a band... Like it says, bandana, beanie, something like that. And then backwards or sideways hats. So you can wear, I'm assuming, a forwards baseball cap. And that's fine.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, but also, that's weird, too, because it's like... I don't even think... Like the sideways hat thing is like tell of any sort of like gang or like
1: yeah, but it just it has a certain look to it. It just looks not classy. That like somebody walks in with a fucking.
0: I think they should just ban all hats. Like yeah, and some places do. Like I don't see a problem. Like it it, that one is also weird because they're specifically saying only forward facing hats are allowed. But also, who wears a hat to a restaurant? That's fucking
1: exactly. I mean, why the, the problem that I have is that that you you put out this dress code and yes if you really wanted to dig super super far into it then you could find some certain examples where a specific but uh, also like a criterion. lot
0: of these people are looking at this with the Prompt of saying, you know, it's like yeah. an eye spy for racist shit. Exactly, and you're exactly. looking there with like your eyes wide open, like, all right, where the fuck is this? Is this like a a, a puzzle? Like, do I have to fucking go cross i Exactly, and I'll see the n word exactly. pop out. Or? Find
1: the racism. That's yeah. that's what people are playing. Find the racism, and it's like. That's you're you're finding it if you look hard enough, and yeah, you can do some mental gymnastics, and and some are harder than others to figure out how this rule might specifically apply to this group of people, or this rule is secretly. But like, that's only because you're going and you're looking at it through the lens of trying to yeah. find that. If you In go, all
0: reality, it was probably just some fucking like forty-year-old who doesn't know that like, you know, they're they're writing all this shit down thinking it's not going to be a thing. Exactly, because like, that from whatever time they're from or like, you know, like that's just the language they learned or know Mm -hmm. how to use. And they think they're just writing copy for a fucking prep, like a thing they're going to post outside. The other, the weird thing is that like they put it up online and I think that's also just like an old person who doesn't know social media. yeah, Yeah, like, Oh no, no other restaurants put a dress code up as a fucking Instagram post. (laughs) Like, Did they, did
1: they, did they like do that before the thing? Yeah, off?
0: No, they, they're the ones that posted the thing. They're the huh. ones that posted the picture of their dress code. And I literally think that's just like an out-of-touch person not understanding what social media yeah, is. Yeah, probably. They were There's probably... like, oh, yeah. I need to post a picture today. Oh, yeah. I just put up the dress code sign. Let me show that I'm doing my work. Yeah, they're I just now
1: opening, me. and I think they were probably like, looking at it like, okay, we'll put this up so nobody shows up and gets pissed off when they find out about the dress code, so we'll let them know now. There's yeah. Here's the dress code, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'll say this about Atlas Restaurants groups. Like I said, I play at several of their places, and at several of their places, the clientele... Uh, is at least half to sometimes majority black or minority. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- there's no evidence to me that uh, that that this restaurant group in general— Yeah, just all of a sudden. Yeah, all asleep. of a sudden for this specific location has just decided that they're going to enforce these rules. Um, the one thing that somebody did bring up on the radio that was almost a good point was uh, at the top it says, strictly prohibited— And then at the bottom, it says dress code will be enforced at the discretion of management, which they were saying, well, basically, you're saying that you have this strict dress code, but then also it's at the discretion of the manager or whoever's on site at the time. And somebody was saying, well, that clearly means that like if you're a white guy and you show up or if you're like, uh, and the woman that called in and said it, she was like, you know, if a white woman comes in after tennis practice, is the exact example she used, wearing this type of, you know, clothing, that she's going to be let in. But if a black woman shows up, then they're going to use their discretion to say she can't get in or something like that. And, and I was just thinking, like, you know, I, there was a situation um, at a place that I play very frequently. It wasn't under Atlas Restaurant Groups. As some people know, most people, you know, whatever. I always wear white T-shirts. I always wear white T-shirts. Now, at this particular place, they clearly state on the front of their door under their dress code, which is posted that nobody seemed to make a big fucking deal about Uh uh, because it's been there since before everybody decided to get pissed off about everything. Um, No white T-shirts. Literally, in plain ink, no white T-shirts. And it also says no hats after 10 p.m. Now, when I play there, the house drummer plays there every Friday from 10 to close, always wearing a backwards hat Mm -hmm. me i'm always wearing a white t-shirt yeah now i remember on one particular night this guy shows up a white guy by the way uh shows up to the door in a white t-shirt and i'm standing outside smoking a cig and uh the bouncer doesn't let him in Mm -hmm. and he just it's turns into a kind of like thing where he's like what the hell man you know and then he points at me he says this guy's wearing a white Mm t-shirt and the bouncer goes yeah well he works here he's playing the music you know and basically to me to, to to draw out on that example, there are so many different instances that apply to that idea of management discretion to when to enforce the dress code yeah. that don't necessarily automatically leap to racial discrimination. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like there's, you know, if, if you're drunk, if you have...
0: Yeah, if you're like a regular and you come in, they're going to let you in even if you're not wearing the right shit. Exactly. You might have cocktail know-
1: waitresses that... That are wearing extremely revealing clothing that maybe you wouldn't let your clientele wear. Yeah, you know, you, you, uh, uh, in my example, the drummers wearing a backwards hat. I'm wearing a white t-shirt. No one in there is allowed to wear either one of those. You know, maybe and you that just, just got adds off. to
0: the rock and roll of you exactly. guys playing music. exactly. Exactly, <laughs> you <laughs> know, in <fighting> the system. <laughs> like uh, you know,
1: if you're if you're if you're, a, if you're a person on the staff who just got off of work and obviously they don't want people drinking in their work clothes, so you change into you know, something casual, just like yeah. a, another T-shirt, or maybe you flip your work shirt inside out like a lot of people do, yeah. and you sit at the bar, are they going to kick you out of the bar even though you work there, but you're not following dress code? If you're a regular who's always in there, and you've shown that you handle yourself with a certain decorum, and you come in, obviously management's going to give you a pass in certain situations. There's so. My point is that there's so many instances that could easily be... There's so many instances that management can use their discretion to know when to apply the dress code and when to not apply the dress code Yeah, that, to me, it's like if you're going to automatically take that and say that this must automatically mean that it's going to be racial, it's like, well, that's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. That's what you're looking for.
0: And also, in most cases, those dress codes are only put out just in the rare case that they actually just like i don't know if if you're seeing some fucking drunk dude walking up and it's like okay he's got a jersey on like instead of just like getting an argument about like i can't let you in the bar dude Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you'd be like oh sorry dude you have a jersey on exactly you in
1: it gives you yeah it gives you some leverage and stuff like that you know and and i mean it it just it, it seems to me uh that you know, you have this, you have Baltimore, which is obviously in a tough spot right now as a city. And you have this restaurant group who is actively investing in building up, you know, they inv- They invested in the North Broadway market, which is, you know, if anybody who ever hangs out in Fells Point, you know, you are on the water on Thames Street. You walk up Broadway, you get to uh, Fleet Street and or Alisana, then Fleet Street. And once you cross Fleet Street, Fells Point just kind of takes a, a complete turn complete mm-hmm. turn and it just becomes like all of a sudden you you walk one more block and you're almost in the hood again and and this restaurant group is investing in that part of the neighborhood trying to bring some business to it and then you have this vocal group of people who are doing everything in their power to try to turn it into something bad and it just seems to be the it just seems to be the common trend where somebody tries to do something good for the city and then you know like the the place that I was referring to before Where they had the no white t-shirt policy, they had a controversy arise uh, sometime last year about this uh, this uh, woman. I guess I don't know what she she called herself non-binary, but it was like a chick who identifies as non-binary, lesbian. Um, She walks in there, and then apparently she got kicked out of the bar on like a Saturday night, and made this big social media post about how she was discriminated against because she was non-binary. Which my first thought was like. How would we know that you were not? How, how do were you wearing a shirt that says "I don't identify as either gender"? Like, yeah. how would we know that you just look like a you just look like a lesbian? And there, there's lesbians in there all the fucking time, uh-huh. you know. And so she makes this big social media post saying how she was just attacked and dragged out of the bar unnecessarily by you know the stat by the bouncers. And then the owner of the bar releases the actual security camera video, and it shows that she like provoked the whole thing like she hit the bouncer yeah, first. I remember that. Yeah, and she was dragged out, and it's like. But the Baltimore Sun contacted her. They wrote with a story. It became this viral thing yeah, on social media. and then media. never
0: retracted it or never exactly. There might be like a small byline edit being like, actually, the bartender uh, was in the clear.
1: Exactly. And then yeah, they don't they don't do anything to like go like actually turn. Remember that story that we got everybody up in arms about? Turns out that was all bullshit. This is still a good bar. They they don't thought to do that. Yeah. You no. know, you have this bar, this owner, this awesome guy who's doing all kinds of things for that neighborhood. It's one of the most popular bars. It's a tourist attraction. It's one of the oldest. Bars uh, on the East Coast, or in America, for that matter, and then you know somebody tries to tarnish that reputation by fabricating this 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 story, manufacturing outrage, and then th- the son is more concerned with hopping on board with that mm-hmm. to tear down a, a successful business in the city than they are with actually uh, you know standing behind the people that are actually trying to make the city a better place. Yeah, you know it's the same thing I look at with uh, we were talking about a long time ago, not too long ago, but how like they didn't want Royal Farms in the Cross Street Market. And it's like, dude, Royal Farms is a Baltimore business. You know, that's a successful Baltimore business. And then you're basically telling people that, like, oh, you're too... This is a business who was homegrown in Hamden, and now they want to be a part of our new development of Cross Street Market. And you're telling them no? Yeah. Because what? They became too successful? Or you're too successful to be in our new development in Baltimore. Even though you invested, and it's not like
0: they're like fucking in there running a whole group like uh, you know Royal Farms. They're not selling cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. they're literally just selling chicken. They're just selling the food that like they got it just for. became like a cult hit. Like, yeah, yeah, that was that was dumb.
1: It just seems it just seems like we're just constantly shooting ourselves in the foot, and it's almost like you know, uh, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating. So I mean, yeah. the whole thing with the... going back to the Chop Tank thing it, to me. If you if you are one of those people who 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 wants to see everything through that lens and you want to see everything as some type of social injustice or this that the other thing, you can. But myself, I choose to look at it as, hey, this is a bar, this is a restaurant that wants to maintain a certain type of decorum. They want to have a certain type of image. Going back to our original conversation, this is a bar who knows who they want to be. This isn't a bar who you know you're going to pay seventy dollars for a dozen of crabs while some frat dude is sitting next to you, shotgun and a natty light. You yeah. know, this is the type of bar that says, "Hey, this is who we are. This is what we want." Nobody's telling you you have to come here, but if you do come here, here's how you got to dress. Yeah, that's well, why. Why you know? Again, it seems so. It's so obvious to me. Again,
0: why? Why?
1: <laughs> why? Why can't we support them, dude?
0: I mean, I think they're gonna be fine.
2: Mm.
1: They'll be totally fine. They'll be totally like,
0: fine. Well, you started bringing that up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that happened." I think yeah. most people already forgot mm-hmm. about it. Absolutely. The only people that are still upset are the people that were outraged by it, and like they're never going to go there because they don't make enough money. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, look,
1: I'm, 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 you'll it's probably like never see me there unless I'm Freelance journalism doesn't I pay the, that yeah, well, dude. Yeah. I don't have the fucking money to go there and dress like that. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't, have the money I don't even to have the attire to buy those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All I own is jerseys and sideways hats. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Work
0: boots. Yeah, dude. That was a little silly. Uh, that one other story you brought up about the, someone getting thrown out, mm-hmm. uh, it reminded me of, there's a funny comic, d Lo, I think you've seen D-Lo before, mm-hmm. D-Lo is so funny, she's a Baltimore comic, if you see her around, go, go check her out, but she has a funny ass joke where like, uh. She's like in a line for a bar for ladies night and the bouncer like stops her. And she's like, "Nah, $5." She's like, "$5." <laughs> she like lifts up her shirt, to show her tits like strapped down. She's like, "I'm a woman." <laughs> like, <laughs> and immediately gets let in.
1: Oh man.
0: Yeah, I think she did that she's one. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, she's you know, she's kind of like stop. male presenting. Yeah. She's like a classic lesbian. She's a
1: stud. She's a stud. As they call it. Stud. Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, she didn't get outraged that, uh, you know, she was misidentified, but, you know, she made sure. Exactly. She made her case, and then she got it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Dude, I've been not let into plenty of bars. I had to fucking- oh, for sure. I wasn't allowed into uh, Mackie's in Ocean City because I was wearing a bathing suit. no bathing suits. I thought I was at the beach, bro. <laughs> I thought this is—I thought that was the whole Are thing. Are
0: you gonna get on my case too? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is
1: obviously discriminatory towards white trash losers who show up in <laughs> flip-flops in a bathing suit at 10 p.m. thinking they're gonna get ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. What did I do? I took myself down to the Sun Stations across next the block down the street, and I got myself the next white trash thing I could think of: white cargo shorts. Stroll Strolled back go. up there. where on the sign as I say I can't wear cargo shorts. The bouncers looked at me and said. I mean, I can't believe that was what you went with, but sure, <laughs> it's get like, in there. I mean,
0: it's, it's before Labor Day. You can still wear white, so I guess I have to let you in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to let you in. I don't like it. I don't like it. I
1: had, to, I think I had to wear one of your shirts one time to get into Turtle or something like that.
0: Yep. Yeah. I gave you like a flannel to put on. <laughs> Dude.
1: See, this is the problem is it's
0: funny because right when we went in, you just took it off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: And here's the issue, and I think I think this all goes back to who who's spreading the outrage. And who's spreading the outrage overwhelmingly, in my opinion, are the very privileged uh white I wanna say Upper middle class kids who grew up in upper middle class backgrounds, whose first experience with the real world was when they went off to college, and you know maybe they moved to the city to go to school, and now that was like their first experience actually having. I still
0: don't think they've had a real experience.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Because college now, college used to be the place where people would go to get a different perspective on their worldview, or Mm -hmm. you know meet people from all over, or get taught new ideas, but. It's nothing like that.
1: Yeah, it's not like that at all. And because of that, they they have they, they like. Look, I've been tra- I've been trashing my whole life. Mm. Like I everything that you could think of that happens to like people with like lower income or from like a, a lower class working class background, like not being able to get a loan, getting denied for housing, not let, getting let into bars, ha- you know, all kinds of shit, getting pulled over and like having the cop fuck me over and stuff like that. Like that's all happened to me. Mm. So because that's all happened to me. I look at a dress code like that, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's happened to me like a bunch of times. I haven't been let into bars. Mm-hmm. But these, these kids, these extremely privileged kids who've never had a real world experience, they've never had an experience like that because they've always been on the other side of it. they, they, they almost can't even grasp the fact that that, that, that happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. you know. And that's why it's like dude, why are you the one lecturing me on on this stuff? You're the one that doesn't know what's going on. You're yeah. the one that's never been kicked out of a bar before. You know, you're the one that got into college. Why are you telling me?
0: Pisses me off, dude. Mm. Greatly. Great college list education. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Seems to be more effective these days. <laughs> points say. taken off your SAT for <laughs> <that word>. Greatly. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> Hey, I use it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sent in. I sent in a. Uh, Two texts this week. I forgot what the other text was. I look at. Uh, I don't think they've ever read any of my texts. Oh, oh, WBAL. WBAL. <laughs> I think because I'm. T- I think I make them too long. I think you're just supposed to say something like real quick. But like, I don't want to call in and like make an ass of myself in a conversation on the radio. So I just like, you know, I text in my opinions.
0: Dude, I think you got to call in and show off your mic technique.
1: Oh, oh, here's one. Here's one. You got to this- call
0: and show off your mic technique. Impress them enough to be like, hey, man, you should. Uh, you said you had a podcast? Yeah. Well, have you ever thought about syndication? Ooh. We pay $1 million a host. <laughs> <laughs> like, perfect. We got two of them. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Interesting.
1: We'll talk. We'll confer. Um,
0: so the other thing,
1: this is actually another very relevant social topic this week. Apparently Facebook... Uh, has been
0: considering has come it. out as gay <laughs> <laughs> Facebook
1: now gay <laughs> Write that down kids Facebook now
0: gay Stocks have plummeted Officially on gay Chick-fil-A <laughs> has removed all of their fan pages. <laughs> <laughs> um, But
1: they are considering taking away the like count From public view Really? They're taking away the like apparently Know who uh, was the
0: first one to talk about this? Kanye West for Instagram Really? And yeah. Facebook does own
1: Instagram for anybody who not know
0: Yeah and Instagram did do, like, they they turned off like counts for, like, a couple people, and then they brought it back. Hmm. They're just testing it out. Hmm.
1: Now, here's, here's the two ways of looking at it. The two ways I look at it, from a social standpoint, I can completely understand. I, I guess what they're saying, their pretext for doing it is that... You know, it's, uh, it's the way social media culture has grown and become such an integral part of people's lives that, you know, especially people in the developing years are, you know, it, it, the like counts and, and the anxiety and depression and all these things are being linked to people's, like, social media existence. They're not getting the like, enough likes on their picture and people starting to base too much of their value on that and things like that, which I've seen, you know, even, I mean, I'm obviously not a teenage girl, but, like, every now and then I'll post a status doesn't get the likes I thought I was going to get. Mm-hmm. and they, you know, I feel like shit the rest of the day. Yeah. Just like, damn. Nobody nobody thought that was a good status? Yeah, yeah. You know? But, like, you know, I'm also a grown man, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll go back at it tomorrow, you know? But mm-hmm. I I can understand how, like, if you're in that vulnerable time in your life, and, and even people our age who are uh, fucking losers, they base a lot of their value on that stuff. And um, so, just sure. Just like us. <laughs> yeah, 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 just like us. So, Facebook... I guess can say that they're doing it for that, but here's the thing that I'm worried about, and that is that for all the bad that you can say about the like button, because I remember a time and you do as well, mm-hmm. before the like button was invented, for sure. didn't you always used to be there. It you used poke to just back comment, in the day. yeah, yeah, you poke, poke yeah, all day yeah. long. Yeah. You if you if somebody posted a picture,
0: you wouldn't even be able to comment on
1: it. You could now they invented the comment far before the like.
0: Yeah. Now I don't quite remember. I remember it. having to like. Keep conversations with people by just posting on each other's walls. Exactly. So weird.
1: Exactly. It was tough. You had to be like actually personal with people. Yeah. Like if somebody posted a picture, no one
0: else would really read it because it's like. Uh, this is all out of context. I'm not gonna like go open both of their profiles and read it back and forth. Exactly.
1: There was no like thread. Like now you can now if you are one of the maniacs like myself who will occasionally post on somebody's wall, they can reply to that thread. Yeah, on back so in the you day,
0: can, your fucking parents couldn't comment on a fucking Facebook war you're getting into. <laughs> exactly. Like you post something
1: on their wall, like you fucking piece of shit, and you're like where did this come from? And then he posts on your wall, no, you're a piece of shit, you fucking asshole, and you're like, damn what the hell happened why are these guys so, why did this guy just do this out of the blue i can't see the context of this conversation i can only yeah. see what this guy said to him but um then they invented the comment and so then it became this thing where it's like yeah if you if somebody if a girl posted a picture and she was looking good you literally had to be like one of those weirdos and be like looking good or like yo you're so pretty or something yeah, like that you couldn't just like nice it. smile yeah <laughs> you couldn't lurk you couldn't lurk now i see a girl posting a picture it's like i'm gonna like this Maybe she'll see that I liked it. She'll know she's on my radar. Share this to my timeline. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, Facebook existed before the like, but it really, the like revolutionized social media because it gave everybody an easy, convenient way to express their, their thoughts on something without necessarily having to literally express it. And then they came up with the idea of, the different reacts where you can do the haha react or the love or the angry
0: face or the wow. Thumbs up or down. Well,
1: they don't do the thumbs down yet. They still haven't done that.
0: This th- oh, really?
1: Uh, they don't have the thumbs down. They
0: have, they have thumbs down on, like, chat reactions. Yeah,
1: yeah, them. yeah, you can do that. But on Facebook posts, you can't. Um, but, yeah, so they've been coming up with more easy, more interactive ways to basically stay involved with people's interactions without actually having to interact on any human level. And um, but the the thing the, the problem that I could see happening is that for all the bad you could say about the like, um, the good thing is is it's a very natural ranking system for quality content. Like if you're scrolling down your feed and you see something that has a hundred and something likes, you're gonna pay more attention to that post than you would if you go down and see somebody that has three likes. It just makes it seem more relevant. It's basically like a, it's like an organically screened by everyone else that you're friends with type of thing that like, oh, people are paying attention to this post, maybe I will as well. Um, and especially on Instagram, where these algorithms are fueled by traffic. If your post is getting a lot of likes, if it's getting a lot of comments, then that post is pushed to the top of the feet. What I see as a potential danger for Instagram and Facebook, if they remove that, is that it's going to make it far easier for uh, big budget companies to promote things and artificially boost their content to the top of the feed um, to where organically posted stuff that's actually quality content isn't going to be able to compete anymore.
0: I mean, they kind of already do that.
1: Oh, yeah, they already do that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're basically, in my opinion.
0: But do you think now they're g- gonna start making like personal accounts under the guys that it's?
1: But like, or maybe not. Maybe they don't, not, maybe they don't won't even be as. Uh, maybe they won't even be that um, slick about it. I mean, honestly, if you can't see the like count anymore, then you could just see a post at the top of your feed, and just assume that that's the most trafficked post without and then they you know and then you and then you wouldn't even get a chance to see the other stuff even though everybody's liking it and digging it you like now it's like if you know it's a little bit easier to catch on to if you can see how many likes it is if you're scrolling through and you see a promoted post it only has like 500 likes but like it's like at the top of every feed, it's in the discover thing. Yeah, then yeah. and then you see another post that has like a million likes, but it's like not being paid attention to, then it's like, okay, something's going on here. But once they take that away, then it's like you have no way of knowing what how they're altering what you're getting. You know what I'm saying? You have no right. way of tracking how they're manipulating your content and your news feed. And, and it's kind of the same way when they introduce Instagram video, where when you watch an Instagram video. You have to actually click on the likes to see how many people like the video because yeah. all they show you is the views. The views for sure. Now view it's autoplay on Instagram, so views are in no way an actual metric on how quality the content is. You can but have. But it
0: is interesting to see how many people actually do see your shit and don't like it. Mm-hmm. Because you can get mm-hmm. like hundreds of plays on a view and still only get thirty likes a picture or something. Exactly,
1: exactly. It isn't and you're that. Like, in All that, right. Yeah.
0: Real friends. How many of them? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I find that I find <laughs> that um, videos generally get the least amount of likes, and maybe it's just less of a social norm to like a video versus a yeah. picture. I don't know, but like ultimately, you can see how they're starting to to change the the way that we see content to benefit them being able to control the content and i'm not saying that's what they're doing but there's nothing about facebook or instagram i'm good or any social media or any big tech or big company whatsoever where they've done something for the the wholesome purpose of just we're trying to help the psychology of people by eliminating the the detriments of like counts on It's like no dude this is a money-making venture for you it's got to be it look at what you you, all you guys were selling our information off without us knowing for the past 15 years but now all of a sudden i'm supposed to believe that in the blink of a fucking eye now you're looking out for our mental well-being that you that there's no ulterior motive to why you're hiding the actual like count of content that we are no longer able to see what people are actually digging anymore. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Not buying I'm it. I'm not buying a it. Fishy. And as a small time uh, person like ourselves. You know, we obviously have the podcast. We don't have a big promotional budget. You know, maybe, you know, maybe we we are relying entirely on the quality of our content to get paid attention to. Yeah. And when they take that ability away to where they're catering solely to the people that have the bucks to pay for promotion, that squashes out actual quality content creators. And that's what I'm worried about. So, you know, just something to think about. Something to stew on. Stew on it, dude. Now, I don't know if they're going to wind up doing it. Because I think at the same time I think people have gotten so used to the idea of likes and stuff like that. It's Nah, gonna, it's man.
0: I think your apartment complex is the first step. <laughs> get them rallied, and then we'll all move on to taking down Facebook <laughs> from taking out or <laughs> likes or whatever. So Berkshire. Yeah. Let's
1: move on to Facebook. It'll be easy. Uh, yeah. Once we once we get the apartment situation figured out, like Jordan Peterson says, clean your room. I'm gonna clean my room. Then I'm gonna clean up Berkshire building. Then I'm gonna clean up. The big tech industry.
0: That was a thing, Newsworthy, this week. Jordan Peterson checked himself into rehab.
1: Really? Yeah. I think I did uh, see that. What was the...
0: Klonopin addiction. What is that? It's an anti-anxiety medication. Really? Yeah. But also, it's like, people are making fun of him for the, oh, you got hooked on Klonopin? It's like... Yeah, a lot of people are hooked on fucking pills that their doctors give them. Mm-hmm. There's like an opioid crisis. I mean, Klonopin I don't think it's an opioid, but it's like... Yeah. Yeah, no, people have problems with this stuff. And he was... In sound mind enough to be like, I need to stop doing this. Yeah, and they're acting like he's been actively, you know, shitting oh, on. Oh, you're gonna take advice from this guy? He just went to rehab. Yeah, it's, it's like just dude, weird shaming. shit. Yeah,
1: it is weird, and it, you know, and also you got to look at it from a human level. Like this guy went from being a borderline—I mean, not even borderline, just a no-name professor, psycholo- clinical to psychologist, clinical like psychologist. One of
0: the most hated people of the world. Exactly,
1: in the blink of an eye.
0: And that also apparently his like wife's been going through like she had cancer. So his wife was, like, dying there. He was just, like, watching his wife die as people were like, no, you die, you die. Exactly. And he's like, yeah, I'm anxious. Yeah, Can, yeah I'm <laughs> anxious, dude.
1: Like, even when that whole thing happened with uh, when uh, that guy was trying to get me canceled from all of my gigs, a very small-time thing, but, like, yeah, that, that, made, that definitely elevate, escalated my anxiety. Oh, for sure. It definitely made me feel like, damn, what the hell's going on? There's somebody that's actively out to get me right now, yeah. and I did wind up losing a gig at it. I wound up losing one of the places I play at for the rest of the year as a result yeah. of that. And, like, did I care? No. Did I really enjoy playing there? No. But that was a real-life thing that happened. Like, somebody got pissed off about my opinions and my presence online enough to effectively get me canceled from one of the places I play and effectively lose me $300 a month that I now have to find out a new way to fill that. That's a real life thing. And like that was on a small time level too. But imagine being somebody on Jordan Peterson's level, high profile, where he's constantly being hated on every day.
0: Losing like college gigs.
1: Yeah. And you got in and then stack on top of that, the stuff that's going on with his wife. And it's like, you're going to shit on this guy for having anxiety?
0: Yeah, and then, you know, it.
1: we all talk <laughs> about the, the the big pharma crisis and things like that. But then, you know, you're going to shame this guy as if he was going there being like, if you're addicted, you're a fucking idiot. Did he ever? S- no.
0: Nice. Nah, cleaning his room, dude.
1: Yeah. He's doing he's taking the steps. He was He like you said, he had the wherewithal to know that he had a problem and he's taking the steps to deal with it. Why can you do anything other than support that?
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Strange times, dude strange let's uh you know let's just give another shout out to manscape yeah we can uh, wrap it up that that was just such a nice little surprise getting all this stuff in the mail yes uh and the product you know it backs up you know it it walks the walk it does i'm very
1: stoked to uh Wipe my balls when I get home. Dude, I'm going to try it out wipes. too.
0: I might uh, do a little ass trimming when I get home. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Guys, I'm once try again. to put one of those guards on so I don't nick my <laughs> <own> hemorrhoid. <laughs>
1: exactly. As I say, like, saying, like yeah, I hope this thing works for uh, a disastrous asshole <laughs> like my own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, folks, it does. Manscaped.com, promo code LTS. <laughs> 20% off. <laughs> free, and shipping free shipping for some fucking nice and clean pubes. Hell yeah, baby. Um, let's see. Other than that, you got any plugs? Um, hot set is this week. Uh, Wednesday at the Crown. It's every fourth Wednesday. I also do Top Secret there every second Wednesday. So come check those out. They're usually fun times. You're the last hot set. Yeah. Fun time? It
1: was a fun time, dude. It was All a right. fun
0: time, dude. I'm not lying. He's check not me I out can, there. I can verify that. Um... I think I'm doing the State Theater in Falls Church, Virginia on October 5th, which that ran into a little controversy recently. But also, you know what? I want a good video in a theater, and I'm doing a spot there for it. (laughs) So uh, go fuck yourself. So come on out to that. Um, I'm going to be in Dallas. Really? October. Uh, Just for work. Not comedy, but if you're in Dallas and want to chill, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> nice, bro. <laughs> nice. Uh, other than that, I don't think much else. Jimmy, what are you up to?
1: Uh, let's see. I will be at High Tops tonight. This will be released on Tuesday. High Tops tonight, 9 to 1 a.m., playing with Solo. Uh, Lock Bar, famous Atlas restaurant group. Make sure you come dressed to, dress to the nines to show up <laughs> at Lock Bar, because I damn sure will be. Uh, that's 9.30 to close down in Harbor East. I will be at the Horseshoe came in on on Friday playing a little Happy Hour duo with my man Mike Manos. Uh, that's 5.30 to 9.30. We're going out in Fells after, so if you want to get twisty afterwards with us, please do join. If you're up in Bel Air, Saturday, uh, September 28th, I will be at the, H- at the Lodge, the Hickory Lodge. It's a big spot for you guys up there, 3 to 7. Um, uh, and then other than that, every second Friday of the month at The Point in Towson. I'm playing there with the band. Sophomore John Burkhart, house uh, That This month will be October 11th, Friday, October 11th, from 9 to close. And, of course, every Sunday at the horse you came in on in Fells Point, do not wear a white T-shirt. Do not wear a hat because we in there, baby. 10 to close. Ooh,
0: there we go, guys. That's been the podcast. Also, we didn't. T- we'll talk about this afterwards. But what's this like weird ass group that we're in on our Instagram DM? I fucking fucking lame ass <laughs> podcasters. with No sponsors. No sponsors, up, bro. Being like, hey, let's all like each other's shit and promote each other's webpages. Fuck you. Fuck you, bro. Get sponsored. Get sponsored. Then talk to us. Sell out, bro. Sell out. Sell out. Catch all you right. next week. <laughs> Peace.